0: This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here
1: we go. Right. All right, here we go. All right, here we
0: go. Hey, Bruce. Jody. What's up? How's it going? Good, good. It's been a, a long day, but a good day. It has been a long day. <laughs> it feels like it. Yes. Hey, it's one of those weird, what is it? February days. It is. It is (laughs) where, yeah, I could just sleep all day. I want one of those. I need one of those days soon. Yes. Yes. But before I have a sleep day, I want to talk to you. Okay. Um, so I think, well, why don't you share that little, a little bit about that? Sure. uh, Yeah. Comment that you got shared with you or story. Sure. So someone reached out to Chubster,
1: uh, with an experience that they had had, Mm -hmm. um, Basically, um, this gentleman went to a store to try to get some new clothing, uh, had an appointment at this uh, well-known mm-hmm. uh, brand, and uh, when he got in there, he was informed that they didn't have anything in his size, and he was directly told that he needed to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those demoralizing situations that uh, you know we've all run into and- you know, to one extent or another. Right. And, uh, I, it is interesting because the brand, uh, we won't say, who, you know, who it is yeah. at this point. We don't, you know, um, <clears throat> the brand in question, uh, actually does make extended size clothing, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't sell it through.
0: Yeah. They don't their sell own it stores. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it seems like, first of all, that's a really horrible way for a customer service person to treat someone. Right. Like, or anyone to treat someone. Sure. Like Why would you like just say, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. We don't have something in your size right? and give a recommendation or suggest something. Don't just be like, you're fat. Get out of here. Like, right. Who I does that? Like, what is that? I, yeah. It, that's insane. <clears throat> you yeah. know? Um, but I think it is sort of a, um, especially in the menswear, um, area, of whatever. Um, there's a lot of brands that don't, that do have extended sizes, but they don't carry them either on their sites or in their stores.
1: It's indicative of a bigger issue yeah. in that these places won't, they won't put these things on there. You can, you can go to certain brands and look at their websites and you're not going to find anything in extended sizes, mm-hmm. but you can go to another retailer or a site like Amazon and you will find, uh, you know, brand X big and tall. And it's, it's like, are they hiding it away?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, why aren't they promoting this stuff directly on their site as part of their brand? Mm-hmm. With, with this situation, with the story I just told, uh, this guy had money to spend, Right, was looking to spend his money and become a customer that would be mm-hmm. there, you know, long term. Yeah. But. You know, they dropped the ball and they lost a potential customer. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, in a lot of cases, are these brands... Do they not want to be associated with bigger people? And we know we've seen that in fashion.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, like, the the model look or, like, the certain lifestyle that they're trying to promote. But at the end of the day, they're a company that is trying to make money. Right. So, I, I don't... I know we've kind of touched on these before, but it's like, why... Why would you turn away a segment of the community that wants, that is, you know, yearning for this stuff? Right. Like, I know we, we keep talking about it and we keep saying it, but I think we need to encourage more me- guys or masculine people to start demanding that brands carry it and promote it and talk about it and, right. you know, all that stuff. Because I think a lot of it, a lot of the companies that do start or they'll dip their toe into, like, big and tall sure. or, you know, whatever, they'll... They don't really talk about it, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh well, no one bought it, so no one wants it." Right, and it's like, "Well, we didn't even know you had it." Right. If you're not promoting it, we're never going to find it. Yeah, and I think that's I see that a lot. It's like, "Oh well, we we did that back in whatever year," and I'm like, "I there's no ads for it anywhere." Right. It's like if if you've always not carried it, and then you all of a sudden start carrying it, you need to have a PR campaign promote and talk, it, talk Get about it, and like show big bigger bodies in your clothes like yeah it seems like basic so it's like it's it almost is, like they don't want it to work
1: it, right well i think it's also i think i think it's also there's so much behind <clears throat> this i i think that i don't think they know how to number one i know that most of those places don't know where to find models mm-hmm. so they don't know how to uh how to show the clothes on their actual customer mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah uh they don't know how to approach this because for most people all of our lives being fat being a bigger person is a negative thing so I don't think they know how to approach that Mm -hmm. they don't see that there's any potential positive there so here we are you know so I I think I think there are a lot of there are a lot of things around it and it's 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 all ridiculous I just
0: (laughs) it's all ridiculous yeah
1: the other big thing is that We are at a place now where if you go into a store and you have that kind of experience where you leave feeling demoralized... You need to call that out. You absolutely Mm -hmm. need to be, you need to make a stink. Yes. Because that, that is, we can't allow those things to happen anymore. And that is not the way that any business, regardless of who you are, that is not the way that it it should be Mm -hmm. run. And you can't, if you allow those things to continue happening, then it's just going to stay that way. Um, It's one way that you can push back against that is to call them out. Now, you know, I'm not talking about the brand and I'm not saying who the person was or the story because yeah. we don't have permission to give that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, but, uh, you know, talking about a general experience yeah, happened that's happened to, happened to you or if it happened to right. me,
0: I would be, yeah. you know, putting oh, on a Oh, believe me, it would be <laughs> everywhere. But, you know, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I work at DXL and it's we're big and tall, but I get a lot of s- smaller guys that come in. Right. Cause, you know, it, they, they just see like a men's clothing. And I'm not like, why are you in here? Sure. You know, whatever. Like, I don't know. They might be shopping for someone or whatever. Right. But also, if you, I'm like, hey, you know, have, feel free to look around, but we are a big and tall store. So, you know, whatever, whatever. And they're like, oh, well, that's awesome. Blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, oh, well, tell your big guy friend. You know, like, right. They could potentially tell other people about it. Yeah. So why, like, the guy that is big and you don't have his size. You still treat him with respect, and you know do whatever. Totally, and he's going to say, "Oh, you know, they didn't have anything that worked for me, but they were really awesome." Blah blah blah. Right. It's brand reputation,
1: yeah. At its most basic, yeah,
0: yeah. And the, and
1: and the fact that they that there are places that are missing that is insane to
0: me. Yeah. Well, I think a big thing with that is customer service is just non-existent in a lot of places. Yeah. I think the service industry kind of thing is it's starting to it, it's that that is the difference between what will make or break a lot of brands is how you treat your customers and how you're servicing them and that kind of stuff so i think right. it's a, that is kind of that's another aspect of it i think too that you know it's probably the salesperson was not a great person or <laughs> right whatever right. you know you
1: can't always help yeah <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah sure b- but that should be you know just basic part of the training that totally. the company is giving them like you're not going to don't treat people right bad and you know. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah, I mean, in, 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 with, with your, with your job, I mean, I'm sure if that, if you came across someone doing that, it would not go well. Oh, it would, it yeah. would
0: stop instantly. Right. Like, um, right. actually no, we don't talk like that to people. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, but it is, it is weird. It is still weird to me that these brands have the stuff like they do have big and tall they have big but and they will promote it or but they carry are promoting it, it or carrying okay. it themselves like i guess that is why there are specialty retailers like dxl but also it's like why aren't you just trying to do it yourself like it's,
1: it's such a weird thing though because it's like it, it you know sometimes you'll see brands that will try to dip a toe into this mm-hmm. and they're like we're doing extended sizes now to Double X, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's and it's not even like made for Mm -hmm. bigger bodies, you know, and the models they're using don't necessarily reflect that Mm -hmm. or the clothes don't fit the way that they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So you get that or you just get these these brands and this stuff that is just like it's been uh, drilled into their heads that you have to look in a certain way to uh, be a model to be shown wearing the clothes, and you also have to look and be a certain way to be a customer, or they don't want you. Yeah, And I think a lot of those things are... They, they are issues that have been around for a long time. It's just the way that, that a lot of these brands have been run. It's changing, but, you know, it's also... It's it's very easy for me to say yes it's changing when you know if, if we're around this all the time and we see that yeah, we yeah. can see the change but there this is still a very uh prevalent thing hmm. the, this kind these kind of issues this kind of like fat phobia and and you know yeah. I mean the diet thing that that's
0: insane to me Yeah yeah anyway. why would, why would you say that to someone like you need to lose weight right what no yeah, i know i know we should open this beer yes it's, uh, i need a beer i need a beer yes. to calm down a little bit um so this one is called partying past burning bridges whoa it's a long name it's from fair state brewing cooperative um it's a microbrewery from minneapolis again oh. is
1: is is minneapolis like the the fair state is that
0: uh, I think, I think with... it has something to do with like the state fair. Oh, I see. The Minnesota okay. State Fair is like a huge, huge thing. Oh yeah. So in this
1: I feel like at one point in one of our earlier episodes, you have told you told me that you oh, yeah. everything, you've eaten everything fried. They fry everything. Oh and, yeah,
0: fried yeah. Twinkies, yeah, fried yeah. anything, yeah. Yep. yep. I think right. that's where all that kind of stuff started, was at the state fair. Ooh, smells good. So this one is a an IPA. Okay. Um, it's a collaboration breweries, is the Three Floyds Brewing Company yeah. in M- Munster, Indiana. Okay. Munster. Nice. Um, what does it say? It's Dip Hopped IPA. Dip Hopping is an innovative Japanese technique. Whoa. New to both Three Floyds and Fair State Co op that involves hopping the, the wort post heat exchange. Hopping the wort. Interesting. The wort. So the it's like I got I don't remember all the different steps, but like the weird concoction that you have all the hops and the barley and the blah 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 right. in the pot, right? Uh-huh. That's the wort, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while since I brewed beer okay. and I was like, wait, what what? Okay. So it involves hopping the wort post heat exchange, but before the introduction of yeast. So it's very complicated. Something something interesting. Dip. I was wondering because I saw it on the can and I was like, "Dip hopped." What does that mean?
1: I like it. It's very smooth. It's a really drinkable beer. It um, has a little bit of a, a little bit of a kick at the end, but mm-hmm. it's
0: this is good. I do like that. It's 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 kind of hoppy, but not like crazy. Super drinkable. Yeah. There's. I don't want to say a sweetness, but do you get
1: that? There's like something, kind of under there that I don't it's know. It's kind of. It's
0: almost because
1: I say sweetness and it's you know, the thing, it's like juicy, yeah.
0: it's good, it's so like good, citrusy kind of maybe. That's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. Ooh. This one is a <laughs> that's weird, six point six six alcohol by volume Uh-oh. and only a sixty IBU, so that's good. Yeah, <sighs> I really like that one. Parting past burning bridges, from Three Floyd's Brewing Company and the Fair State Brewing Cooperative. Ooh. Nice. Oh, make sure you're following along on Untapped. Yes. We check in all the beers that we were drinking on these episodes, um, and you can try and follow along or right. get some beer ideas or send us some beer please. recommendations. Please, we want your recommendations. Absolutely. I'm always trying to find new beer, so please toast us. You can toast your yes. friends on there. Yes. I think I might have toasted a bunch of yours. Yeah, yeah. One, one time I was it's,
1: it's fun to toast, and it's good to be able to go through. You go through your feed, and you can see what mm-hmm. everyone else is drinking. And
0: yeah, it's, yeah, it is kind of fun. I have some, a friend of mine, excuse me, that lives in Australia, so it's kind of fun to see oh, all nice. the weird different things that they're drinking down there. Perfect. Oh, yeah. my God. Pardon yeah. moi. Um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I like this. This is very good. Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, back, back to this. Um, uh, <coughs> pardon me. The person that I was talking to about... Uh, About this a little bit, uh, you know, before the uh, before this episode, um, one of the things that he pointed out is that uh, it's one of the horrible things about some of these stores is that they are willing to take our money, but not in their flagship stores, Mm -hmm. and that sucks. It's he says that he thinks it's a way of keeping us out of their space in a really obvious but subtle way Mm -hmm. that they, you know. They're kind of saying that we don't fit in. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't fit in, then there's no reason to uh, to be there to come to these places. We'll we will take your money and we will make the clothes, but we're not going to promote them. You're not going to see it in our stores. Yeah, you won't see this. You won't see these bigger people in in marketing, and they're not going to spend any extra time or money on it, aside from. Creating this stuff and letting you go out there and try to find yeah, it. Yeah, you got to just...
0: dig around. And I think, I think we as Br- Bruce and I mm-hmm. need to maybe start some sort of campaign or like a thing where we just start demanding and just start making more voices heard. Yeah. Somehow. Cause it's, that's basically what it is. It's like we need people to start demanding it. Like right. the louder you are wanting these products the more that they'll start paying attention. Cause that's what basically what the women did. They're like, why aren't you making cool stuff in big sizes or right. whatever size, it, you know? Right. And so I think men are not as not typically as concerned about fashion or whatever, but it sure. is more and more like we are concerned about fashion and how we look and whatever. So I think we just need to be louder about the fact that big guys want fashion. We want, just same clothes as everyone else. Yeah. And I think somehow we need to figure out a way or something or, a, I don't know. How was it? Like a petition or, a, like a something to, or a tweet campaign. Something. Yeah. We yeah. need to figure out something that we can start amplifying people's voices to be like, we I want this to change.
1: Definitely. And I think, I think it's also about education and empowering, uh, people who wear masculine clothing. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago, I was at a conference uh, in Las Vegas, <laughs> and um, one of the speakers in one of the one of the events there uh, uh, was someone who is uh, who deals with partnerships and advertisers for um, GQ mm-hmm. and uh, a few other brands, and uh, she was talking about how men and uh you know men as customers don't um they don't show up Mm -hmm. quite the same way that women do for for when it comes to clothing when it comes to uh talking about the things that they want Mm -hmm. uh, around these things and part of it is just like not knowing that that's even something you can
0: do yeah exactly
1: so pushing back against that knowing that they're that 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 that's even something that is possible is a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I I do think that education is a really big piece of this that is just not there. Um, If we want things, we have to ask for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're saying that we need to educate the consumers more about that this is an option. Right. Start demanding what you want and you'll start getting it so we're seeing
1: we're seeing we're seeing men's clothing is a, it's a growing segment we're mm-hmm. seeing
0: that uh style it's, is more it's growing, growing faster than the women's it is so. it is but it's still smaller it's, and it's oh still yeah it's way smaller compared right but it's and growing it's,
1: yeah and it's still one of those things where it's still one of those things where uh there is there are a lot of people who just don't know guys have been told all their lives that this is not something that they're supposed to care about. Yeah. That they de- they deserve only whatever companies are willing
0: whatever to whatever scraps them. you can get. Right. Yeah,
1: if it's not if it's out there and it's that it's made for you, then that's what you take. Mm-hmm. And that's been that way for decades and decades. Yeah. So trying to break that and get people to understand that uh, they don't deserve to be told that they need to go on a diet before they can fit into right. clothes at a major retailer, or uh, that if they. If, if someone is rude to them, if they have a horrible experience with the company, they need to call that out.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. You got to make your voice heard. Yeah. I mean, that, it, I mean, maybe for me and for you and I, it's, it seems more a little bit more basic, but we are in this totally. world a little bit more, obviously, than someone that's working their job and living their life. That, you know, this is our world, our life. So, right. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I I think, I definitely think we need to talk more about some sort of education. We need to, because we keep talking about, like, we need to, we want it, we want it, we want it. Well, our two voices aren't quite enough. Right. You know. There needs to be more, yeah. We're we're very influential, you know, I'll (laughs) say that. No, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I know
1: what you mean. It it, it needs to be, more people need to be asking for these things, Mm -hmm. and we need to, we need to really
0: look at it. Yeah, we just need to show, give them a voice. Yeah and hear their voices. Absolutely. All right. Well,
1: it's something we can come back to. Yeah. I, I think it's a, I, I think it's an interesting conversation and I would, I would actually be very interested in hearing, um, people's stories of, you know, everybody has that story of going to a, a, a mm-hmm. shop and having some kind of bad experience. Yeah. I, I'm just curious what, other people's experiences are like and how they've handled things like that Mm -hmm. or if they've just kind of let it go do you let it go do you do you uh try to do something about that whenever you are uh yeah basically you know ushered out told you're not that you're not enough or
0: do you leave reviews do you call people do you what do you do tweet about it or do you just Hold it inside.
1: Hit us up on social. Uh, you know, let us know. Yeah, what?
0: Uh, Tweet at us at yeah. Heavy Convo. Let us yeah. know where you've been. What you? What? Yeah, what you did when that happened? When you had a bad experience, what did you do? Right. You got to start calling them out. Definitely. All right. So uh,
1: we could talk about our things. Yeah. This week, my uh, my thing of the week is um, I went to my first NBA game. Oh yeah, and.
0: You so the Blazers I saw and the
1: Blazers and the Spurs. Okay, so yeah,
0: cool. how did it go? So did we went? Did the we? Yes, the <laughs>
1: so, the royal y- we. So <laughs> first off, I guess I'd say that I've I, I'm not a very sporty person. It's oh. never I've never been that interested in sports. I come from a family of people who love sports. Okay, yeah, it just was never a thing. I played football for a little while and hated it, and that was about the extent yeah. of my sporting. Experiences, yeah, you know? sports, um, and I mean, I've been to uh, you know, I've been to baseball games and things like that, but it was just because someone else was going or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, um So, uh, my lovely wife was able to get me uh, tickets, so my father in law and I, we went uh, to the Blazers game.
0: Nice, and it was
1: awesome. <clears throat> like, it was it was a lot of fun to watch, you know, I don't know anything about, about basketball. Yeah, so basketball
0: And I, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I you get the basket in the, in the, right. or the ball in the basket, right? Right. And you run back and forth, but all the fouls and the, sure. All it's, that stuff. And I'm like, what happened? So what's was going on. Right. And I, so I was the same way. So I thought, <laughs> like, why I th- are we stopping? What is going on? Exactly. <laughs> I thought
1: it was going to be harder to follow and all of that. And I, and I started watching it and I loved it. And I mean, it was just like everything about it was awesome. Uh, you know, it was, it was a close game. Uh, they're high-scoring games, so I mean, oh, there's yeah. always something happening. So that was really interesting about it. Um, yeah, I mean, they they won. We we won. Yep. I'm cla- I'm claiming. Yeah. You, yep. Know, you claiming gotta do them. that. Yeah. So and it was awesome. I mean, the crowd that used to be why I would go to things like that is because of that energy. You yeah. Know? Absolutely. So, That's what I
0: really like about going to games. Which is,
1: is yeah, which is awesome. But it was actually watching the. Watching the game, enjoying the sport, was a big thing for me because I've never done that before, and I think that I've been thinking a lot about that lately and thinking about why. And for me, sports always kind of tied into there was this intimidation factor with not not being able to being worried that that I couldn't do something, I couldn't compete, or I couldn't play a sport, or I wasn't going to be as good as someone else, and. Uh, you know, also being a bigger, a bigger kid when I started playing any sports and just not being yeah. competitive like that. So I think recently I've kind of been like, sort of dipping my toe into, am I interested in any of this kind of stuff? And you know, whether it's whether it's just uh, you know watching it and following some of it, or you know maybe even going out and trying something. And now I'm not saying I'm gonna go out and play on a regular basis yeah, or yeah, anything, yeah. but I'm saying, you know, is there any interest here? I feel like it's good. It's good to look at that and just say, is this something that I mm-hmm. could be interested in?
0: Because why not? Yeah. You try know? it on for size and be like, Hey, is this like they, um, they have them at, like community right. rooms or whatever. Yeah. And like at the Y or whatever you can do like those pickup games or so I something will, like that. Is that what I don't yeah, even know?
1: Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> like let me games, clarify. What, right? Let me clarify that basketball is not going to be one of the oh, things. Oh, okay. That I, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, um, definitely that's, I will be watching it. I'll be a spectator <laughs> okay, because okay. it was awesome. And I absolutely want to go to more games, but, uh, um, I'm just thinking about just sports in general and just and some of those things that I stayed away from because I just didn't feel confident enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I to, feel – yeah. I didn't feel like there was a place for me. And I think that's the thing that it comes down to is that as I've gotten older, I've realized that uh, there probably is is a place for me, and if mm-hmm. not, it's something where you can make your own place. So, absolutely, it was really cool. You know, so my other thing now, you know, I'm I'm just dipping my toe in okay. here. So I watched the last like six minutes of the Super Bowl as well. Okay, you know, which I know, I know, I, I, I watched have, the middle part. Yeah, well, the, the last six minutes were great. <laughs> That's where they all it you know, oh. all kind of came together, and they yeah. they got it done and. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And so it's it's been just interesting to me to kind of think about these things and be mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, it was interesting, it was fun. I found it compelling. Am I going to be like a hardcore, you know, sports guy? No. Yeah. But I can find the, the joy and the interest in that. It, and really for as far as basketball goes, for me, it was um, uh, there is a um, comedian, writer, man of many talents. Uh, his name is uh, Ian Carmel, and he okay. uh, uh, he's on he's on Twitter at Ian Carmel, okay. and um, he is from Portland. So he spends most. He spent splits his time between Portland and L.A. Okay, and he's always all about the Blazers and and you know just watching him and he. I mean, he's a bigger dude, and just watching him like get into it, it was like, man, I like this. I think this could be interesting. So, so when the opportunity for the tickets came through, I had to take it, nice. and it was well worth it. Yeah, yeah,
0: I yeah. You always got to jump on those. Got try it. If tickets we- and go to yeah. the thing yeah right i do that all the time i'm like yes. people are like oh w- would you go to a blazers game or a winterhawks game i'm like yeah yeah right i totally would i don't know anything about it but i will totally go so that's the thing is i would go
1: <clears throat> again and this time i would pay for tickets Oh, so there we go see that's, that's a, that's a racket
0: yeah it's the whole thing <laughs> right give you a free sample and then that's how they get you yeah So, I went to a belly dance showcase yesterday. Yeah, it was really cool. So, my partner Bjorn is a stand-up comedian. His really good friend's wife is a belly dancer. Oh, nice. And, And, like, we've hung out and, like, gone out and done... And, like, she's always kind of dancing around a little bit. And I'm like, please tell me when you have a show or whatever. Right. Finally went to one. It was amazing. It was so much fun. And they... There was... You know the t- you know the more typical belly dancing, but there was also sure. this woman that had sword like these huge <laughs> s- like swords. I don't know what sort of yeah swords, but she was like balancing on on their head on her head and like moving around. I was like wow, oh my god, oh my god, yeah, it was so amazing. And there was another one where there was like a bunch of them with the the little t- the things on their fingers, the little chimes. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember right. what they're called, but. Yeah. That was super cool, like because they're just like doing, you know, playing a whole long song thing. Right. I was like, that is so amazing. Like
1: the yeah, there's a lot that goes into that that I, I think you know you don't realize at first glance yeah. until you see and something I, like and that. And I felt
0: like their belly dancing is a lot, really body positive. Like mm-hmm. there were a lot of very voluptuous, curvy women that were doing it, sure. and they're like kind of scantily, you know, they just have like I don't know whatever. Sure. I don't know what they're called. Bra type bustier. I don't know what they're called. And just like a skirt you know and I was like and her belly is just like out and I was like and she's like moving and doing all this stuff and like it was awesome. That is awesome. There was a bunch of different you know it was like a big showcase. There was I don't know who the you know some famous belly dancer at the end. Nice. Yeah. Melissa something from Toronto was there. It's like a big deal. Um, But it was really fun like to go to something really random and you know, just have a good time and like meet interesting people. And
1: I love that, and I love that about so many different things. That it's like you go to a belly dance event, and there is someone who's well known for their belly dancing. Yeah, there is an entire world there. Oh yeah, that you just it was don't very know intense. about. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah, it was just awesome to watch these, yeah, these women doing this amazing dancing, and I like, love it. Kind of cultural differences, and like clapping along, and. It was fun.
1: That would be fun. I, I would like to go to that if yeah. they do another one. Well,
0: she, um, uh, the person that I know, Shanti, she actually does perform at uh, a restaurant that has like shows every once in a while, well. so I'm going to try and awesome. go and see her perform again. Cause nice. It was a lot of fun. Maybe we'll try and invite you.
1: Yes, I would love to that. Come
0: out and maybe have some beer and yeah. watch some belly dancers. I love it. It was fun. Perfect. Well, really? thank you, Bruce. I appreciate you sitting down today and chatting yeah. about that. And we're going to get some sort of campaign going and we figuring need to something, something out. We figure something out. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. All right, everyone. All right. Make sure you share this episode with some friends. All right? Please do. Go do that right now. Yes. Hit share and share with your friends. Yep. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks
1: for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your Podcast. podcasts. PODCAST! (laughs) PODCAST!
0: (laughs)